Hi, this is Daniela Wolf with Bestie Life, the podcast, and this is your community to support you through the little and not so little events that make up your day-to-day life. From the I've got this moments to the Ugh, I just can't moments, we are here to empower all women to find and develop the skills they need to find peace, balance, and the bliss in their busy through solo episodes as well as interviews with amazing women who share their journey and their story and how it works for you. I hope you find the inspirations to make you laugh, think, as well as maybe rethink what you thought you knew and connect as we realize that we are all living similar ups and downs and don't have to do it alone. So excited for you to hear this episode and thanks so much for joining me today. Hi, this is Daniela with Bestie Life, the podcast. And today I am so excited for you to meet Mindy Yoder. She is a registered dietitian nutritionist, which I can't wait to hear more about. And we're going to talk today about navigating foods through the holidays. Um, She's been working with individuals for over 13 years, helping women make practical nutrition choices, create real eating habits that are going to help lead to improved health and relationships with food and with your body. And I'm that just like overgeneralizes a lot of what you do. Cause I know you've had a long career through the hotel and restaurant industry and corporate and things like that, but definitely uh, Mindy's going to share with us her passion for good food, wellness, and her desire to support others in their journey towards a life well-lived. So thank you so much, Mindy, for joining me this morning. All right. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah. There's been so much in everything that you've done that has led you to this point. And I was trying to like summarize it. And definitely I want you to kind of share exactly kind of what got you here, because I love your story. I think it's it's an interesting, but such a unique path that people don't always realize how interconnected it can be. It it really is. And I, yeah, I, I spend a lot of time kind of soul searching and trying to think of, you know, what direction I did want to take. Um, and like you mentioned, I started out in hotels and restaurants, which I loved and had so much fun in that industry. Um, and I, you know, I'm, you know, navigating my way back to to merge everything together. And but uh, I wanted to just have like a deeper purpose of helping people feel better. And I, I, I loved the the meal planning. And, and so when I was in sales and hotels, I should back up that um, I would I would help groups or sport teams or organizations, um, you know, build their conferences or host them when they came to Buffalo. And it was a lot of fun. And, um, you know, we would plan out their meals and their their time with us. And I, I just always had a, a connection with the food. Um, and I was traveling all over, which I loved, but I also knew that it was wearing me down very quickly in my twenties. And I, so I was just really thinking about how, how can I better serve people? How can I better serve my own body? And that led me to the career path of dietetics. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll kind of answer your question from the beginning too of, you know, what the dietitian and, you know, specific with our role, I, I, I chose that because we as a dietitian can understand you from like you as a whole person. So we review an individual's medical history, medications, supplements. We listen in on what's your daily lifestyle like. 
Um, and so um, then we can take our nutrition goals and recommendations and align them with all your history and your goals and where you want to be. And so that's where I'm taking my interest and passion with travel and corporate life and, you know, being an active, engaged, working woman. And how can I help you align your nutrition choices and still maintain that quality of life and, and you know, try to do it all. <laughs> <laughs> Which unfortunately, we're all for some reason trying to do it all and yeah. definitely taking care of ourselves, taking care of our families, you know, thinking of meal planning. I said once, you know, because every day my kids would be like, what's for dinner? What's for dinner? And I was like, nobody taught me how to like put this into my day and into my life. Like I did not go to school to figure out what you wanted to eat for dinner, you know, because right. then it's like you come up with something and they're like that again, or I don't want that. And it it, it can be very stressful. And we take for granted, I think sometimes food isn't just about getting something in your belly to keep it quiet from grumbling, to keep you quiet, but there's so much more that goes into it. Uh, that is such a great point. And I talk every day, whether it's with individual clients or within a group setting of how, you know, our, our culture is very weight driven and everybody has like this dream weight that they want to be. And they, they tend to want to eat for that purpose. And and maybe to mute that hunger, like you mentioned, but also we have to understand that that can't be removed from the big picture. We also have to remember that how food serves our body for our energy levels, our mindset, our emotions, our heart health, our digestion, our hair, skin, nail health, mm -hmm. the list goes on and on. And that's what I love to do is connect those dots for, for people so that they eat to enjoy mm -hmm. and eat to understand how that food is serving their body as well. And when we can work through that, even in a busy life, when we can eat with those goals in mind, if you are trying to achieve weight loss, a lot of times that just starts to organically happen because you're taking care of your body in a different manner rather than just worrying about a calorie or a macro or whether a food is good or bad. Um, so it, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of aha moments and a mm -hmm. Um, I think I help people build that relationship back with food and body so that they can see how it all does tie together. Right. And it's such an evolving practice, I'm sure as well, because I can remember, you know, in my teens, I could eat a half gallon of ice cream easy, not a single pound on me. As I got to my early 20s, all of a sudden, looking at certain foods, eating the way I used to eat changed, you know, my metabolism and it was, you know, starting to put on some weight. I found I needed to do different types of activities. I needed to up my game in certain ways, be more mindful of calories. Then when I got pregnant, all of a sudden I had a sensitivity to lactose and different things. And now as I'm hitting, um, you know, menopausal age, it's like, holy smokes, all, all the rules are gone and I got to figure it all out again. Right. And I'm sure you hear so much of that as well. And it's like, how do we stay on top of, or even ahead of what's happening. That is, that's, if that's such possible. A, <laughs> it, it's such a, a great question. And that's where I really am so passionate about helping individuals with too. And why, like I said earlier, I took the path of being a dietitian because that's where we, we study that research and we collaborate with your healthcare providers or specialists. And, and, you know, we do keep up on that research and the, the very significant challenge is that in our culture, we have supplement products, we have 
the wellness industry as a whole, and I'm not bashing in any way because there's a lot of legit companies and people that are helping. So I don't want to make it sound like that, but there's also a lot of junk out there and there's a lot of mixed messaging and it's very overwhelming to people. I get overwhelmed. I can't, I cannot keep up with it. I'm amazed at the products (laughs) and new programs that people come in um, to ask about with me, um, you know, on a weekly basis. So um, it is a lot, but that's where working with a dietitian can be helpful because we can thumb through that and look at, are you in, are you, are you in, you know, are you pregnancy? Are you trying to conceive? Are you approaching menopausal years? Because our bodies do change. And I think that's what we have to maybe get a little better at is acknowledging and accepting that Mm -hmm. our body at 40, 50, 60 cannot and will not be what it was when we are in our (laughs) teens and twenties. It's just not, there's some people that are blessed and maybe that (laughs) happens, but it, it's just not a reality for most of us. So, um, you know, tuning into what is a realistic goal for me and what's going on with my body. So understanding hormonal changes or activity levels. And, and I do talk about factors of metabolism, with pretty much everyone too, and, and helping them see too that like, yeah, food is a significant component of it, but are you getting enough sleep? Are you stressed and anxious all the time? And that's where I'm so thrilled to be talking with you and, and hearing, <laughs> you know, and following the work that you do, because it, it's, it's really finding that, you know, I, I often say, how do you show up each day? You've got to work on a little <laughs> bit of everything. How can you just get five more minutes of sleep? Can you take five minute walk? Just all those little components that, that add up, but um, yeah, it, it, it's hard to understand the big picture. And and that's what I, I love kind of tuning in. Where are you at right now? And our, our nutrition goals do change over time for sure. Yeah. And that's why I always talk about the way you eat as a part of your self-care, because it is something we need to not only be aware of and intentional about, but practice over time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I have two questions. They're a little bit different. The first one is, is there a difference between a dietitian and nutritionist? Because I hear them together, you know, like you're a registered dietitian and nutritionist, but are those ever separate in their own entity or are they always just kind of clumped together? They are separate. So a nutritionist is a little more broad. So, you know, in, in many areas, you know, some people that have just a general interest in nutrition or take a weekend certification can start, you know, their own mm-hmm. podcast. They can start, you know, uh, counseling people because they love to eat and they love food and love to help people. But there's also people that are nutritionists that do legit training and have education. There's nutritionists that, you know, might be someone as a PhD and, you know, spends their career studying carbohydrates or, mm-hmm you know, digestion. So um, there's a a very broad spectrum of where that falls, where a dietitian, um, like I said earlier, we've got a very specific track in school to understand the human body, disease states, the chemistry Mm -hmm. of food and what happens to it when it goes in our body. And, and, you know, we have the training also with the the counseling and coaching our patients. And Mm -hmm. so it's a very, very intentional and driven track there. Um, there's a required amount of uh, clinical hours and rotations that you do in, in school and a, a national exam that you take to, to become registered. And then continuing education, which is really important, you know, to your point mm-hmm. earlier, that things change. And, and yeah, there's always ongoing research, which is really exciting. So yeah. that's where as a, you know, I would highly recommend for people that are looking, especially if you have physical health problems that a dietitian is a great path to take and for someone to seek out um, so that you're getting that directed um, guidance there. And and now I'll say too, the understanding of supplements and medications, 
um, just going back to everything that's in. There's a lot of interactions and there's also um, a lot of risks involved with taking that. And there's a lot of great benefit. I'm not anti-supplement and we work them in, but understanding how they can interact or or hinder your health. So um, no, I appreciate that because definitely it sounds like, you know, if you want to know more about food and different types of foods, nutritionists will absolutely cover you. But if it's more about, I have something going on and I need help, that's where then adding that registered dietitian piece in addition to the nutritionist part would be super helpful. So thank you so much for clarifying that. Cause I think because they both kind of involve words that are around food, we think they're interchangeable and that's, that's not the case. And I love it. You talk about the research too. And this, I wasn't going to ask this, but you know, you think about how years ago, like eggs were bad. Now eggs are good. You know, certain foods, they come in and out of, I don't know, style or approval or things like that. That I think sometimes can be confusing as well, right? It can. And and that is, is it's frustrating on our part in our profession as well, too, because, um, you know, eggs, for example, too, if you're looking at, uh, you know, a lot of consumers read headlines or, mm-hmm. um, you know, we'll follow that one person on social media or something. So um, it's, yeah, following and, and keeping up on the research is um, a big one. You know, I, I'll say for the the consumer, you know, seeking out the guidance of a dietitian, but looking at the the governing bodies of, you know, the American Heart Association or the American Cancer Society, you know, are we looking at the, you know, National Institute of Health and our CDC, you know, following those bodies that do the research and interpret it and can guide you as opposed to a smaller interest group, maybe that might have good intentions, but are they really interpreting and using the information with the appropriate guidance? And, and that's where a lot of the confusion comes from and conflict. Right. So we said we were going to talk about navigating food specifically for the holidays because yes. we're, this is airing in November. Yep. Right around Thanksgiving other December holidays are all coming up the new year and it can be tricky. I think of, you know, there's so many traditional foods that I've enjoyed since I was a kid that maybe agree or don't agree with my body. Now there's so many different opportunities. Everyone's baking. We're going to parties, you know, we might be drinking a little more than normal, eating out more than normal. And there's, it's like, we don't want to throw the whole baby out with the bathwater type of thing, as far as the systems and habits that we have in place. But we also still want to enjoy these times of years in a way that doesn't kind of totally upset everything. And and so just some simple strategies and tips. How can we approach this that feels good, doesn't feel hard, and doesn't feel like we are missing out? And that you said it right there is that we want it to not feel hard and we want to feel good. And that's what I really tune into. So if you have foods and sides that you've been eating since you were little, I want you to continue to enjoy them. And and yes, there's times where I'm working with individuals that have certain health conditions that we might need to make some modifications. However, if we're looking at the big picture and looking at things you know, Thanksgiving is one day out of the year. And and yes, we, we have a season. So, you know, these two months we are typically do socialize and have a lot more going on. I like to ask you to circle back again and look at, you know, how are you showing up every day? One meal, one extra slice of pie, or one additional scoop of mashed potatoes is not going to make or break your health or your weight, or, you know, you haven't failed. And we talk a lot about that, whether I'm, again, speaking with a group or an individual, it's more so like, let's look at your trends. 
what is happening over time. If you are following a generally, you know, nutrient dense loaded food choices, most often, and you're fueling yourself through the day, you know, you can show up to that meal and enjoy it. And enjoyment is such a significant part of the eating process. Um, You know, we have to eat for survival. Yes, we have to eat to support our health, but, you know, we need to enjoy our life. So I really help individuals see, try to see that and, um, and, and how we do that is showing up each day. So I'll just speak a little bit to, Um, how do you do that? Because, you know, we've talked about our full schedules and in planning and preparing and all that. And it's too much to go over, obviously, now in this time, but um, fueling through the day, if you can try and keep that in mind, you show up to that meal with an appropriate hunger, and then you can enjoy those things and feel good and feel better and and move on without the guilt. So yeah, I'll just stop there with that one. (laughs) I'll start rambling if I don't like that. Yeah. So like she just said, still, you know, enjoy the things you enjoy, enjoy them in moderation. It's one hour, it's one day, you're not eating them for the entire month, possibly, maybe that's kind of what to watch is, you know, if you're allowing yourself a holiday versus a whole season could definitely have an impact on all of that. But that definitely, I think helps relieve just some of that anxiety people have coming into the holidays. So thank you so much, Mindy, because I think we're all looking for a little bit of that validation permission that, you know, enjoying these things in moderation is going to be okay. And I I think going through our day-to-day and week-to-week life, just think of how how do you show up? I, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves often, I think, to make that home cooked meal for every meal and, and to, you know, have things set out for our family, throwing together a quick fix meal or having sandwiches and a salad for dinner one night when it's busier is okay. So being gentler with your expectations on yourself in that day to day, especially through the holiday season is really important. The The main mm-hmm. priority is keeping yourself fueled and you can do that in a lot of different ways. And that's how I help people. Absolutely. And I talk about self-care through the holidays as well as, you know, giving yourself that grace that, you know, if you're looking at your time and you're feeling stretched, delegating more, taking some things off your plate. And I know when you and I have spoken off camera, you know, you've said like picking up a rotisserie chicken and a bag of salad, you know, is a perfectly great meal that doesn't take you a lot of time and prep, but it's still going to help you feel like you kind of check the boxes and it delegates it in, in its own way. You can have it dropped off. You can door dash salads, those types of things. Absolutely. Yes. And, and also understanding that this is all a journey. Um, you know, you can't perfect your nutrition goals and, and um, you know, make significant changes in a very short period of time. So just as with your mental health and managing your finances or your career goals, it's a journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so come out of this holiday season, stay engaged and think about how things went and how you might have done a little better and celebrate that. And you know that you did it better than last time. Now you've, you're moving forward for, cause we'll have them again next year. <laughs> yeah. I think we do that with all of our things, whether it's, like I said, we look at it, you said our finances, you know, we look at our budget now, sometimes we splurge, sometimes we should save and finding that kind of middle ground of consistent balance in all of these areas, our sleep, you know, not trying to get three, four hours of sleep during the week and thinking you're going to catch up on weekend, all of these different areas, sleep, eating, movement, you know, you can't not move all week and do a three hour workout on Sunday. All of these require that consistency, that balance over time to find that kind of sustainable practice that's going to help you feel the best in all of those areas over time. Uh, All great points. I agree 100%. 
<laughs> so where can people find you, Mindy? How can they work with you? Um, I am uh, available in person for set individual sessions. And um, I also have a lot of great online programming available too, because I know that helps, you know, fit into those um, full schedules. So um, I'm on uh, Facebook, Mindy Yoder, RDN, CDN, and then um, Mindy Yoder, RD on Instagram. My website's in a work in progress right now. So those are the best ways to reach me. And you can find links in my bios there for landing pages for um, some of my programs I have going on. So um Awesome. And all those links will be live in the show notes below. So thank you so much, Mindy. I love all of these great tips and strategies that you gave and uh, happy holidays. (laughs) Thank you so much. Happy holidays to you as well. Thanks so much again for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please let me know any questions or comments that you have. Also, if you can please leave an Apple five-star review so that this episode can be shared with more women. There's two quotes that I love, alone we may be strong, but together we are stronger, as well as when women support each other, incredible things happen. So let's be stronger and incredible together, as well as maybe just have some fun along the way. Thanks so much and talk to you soon. Bye.